0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Uh, We're going to be continuing in Proverbs as we've been doing this study through it. And so we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 16. And we're going to look at the first three verses this morning. So let's go ahead and read those. The Bible says, The preparation of the heart in man, the preparations, excuse me, of the heart in man, and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. When I look at these three things, all of them kind of go off the same premise. And it really kind of fits when you really think about it today. uh, I, I try not to get, you know, jump into politics much, but it really fits when we think about this. Our country, and it is one of the great benefits of our country, is that we as citizens get to choose our leadership. And it's a great, great benefit. I hope you're involved in that. I hope you're registered and planning to vote when it comes up here in just a few weeks. But one of the great benefits of being American citizens is that you get to vote for your leadership. And here in a few weeks, we will vote for many aspects, congressmen, senators, local leadership, and of course, uh, the president of the United States. And so you sit back and ask yourself your question when you're getting ready to place your ballot is you're asking which person do I want to lead the country? And then you have to look back and say, which direction will they take it? What do they believe? What are the principles and policies that they have? By the way, this should be true in any level of leadership. When you go to work, what are they expecting of me? What can I do? When you find a church, are they following the Bible? Are they following opinion and preference or tradition? Or the culture of the world? Uh, what, what, what are we following? Is the word of God the foundational thing? Uh, if you're going to get married, you should find out where they're going. You know, they're going to influence your life. Uh, when you go to school, when you put your children in school, what are they going to teach my children? All of these answer the question of who is going to, who, who am I going to follow? Who am I going to follow in my life and allow to direct and influence me? Uh, the Bible tells us the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast out, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hands, talking about a saved or positionally righteous man, one who desires to do right and follow God. Uh, And we looked at other situations where we talk about the leadership, uh, the, the theme verse for our podcast thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path it's what i use to guide me and direct me and so these three verses really come off that same premise so let's go ahead and jump into the verses and, and unpack them here for just a couple of minutes verse one again the preparations of the heart in man and the answers of the tongue is from the lord so he looks at two things the preparations of our heart and the answers of the tongue Really, when we think about, okay, what is my future? What is my direction? How am I gonna get answers and wisdom for different things I need to do? Where am I going? How am I gonna do this? What do I, how do I teach my children? How do I lead all the different? How do I do my best in my job? All these different things that come our way. Well, we have to decide what we're going to do come from, he says, is from the Lord. Even comes back the answer of the tongue. Simply put, if we're going to go the right direction, If we're going to follow God, or follow and end up in a place of blessing, it's going to start with who we follow. And all these things must come from the Lord. And there's a lot of people vying for your attention today. A lot of people vying for you to follow them. Not just politically, across boards. Satan wants you to follow him the wrong direction. Um, Spiritual leaders and people like that are all trying to get you to follow them. Uh, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. The I, I mean, Paul says, follow me as I follow him, if I follow the Lord. So there's a point where you are going to have a spiritual leader and you will follow them. And hopefully you're following someone who's following God and pointing people to Jesus. But it starts with my preparations come back to Jesus. How do I do this? Well, it, to, to, to not make this too simplistic, but to make it as simplistic as it is, it is the word of God in prayer. It is being in church and being taught, being in a Bible study where you're engaged. It's, it's being in the Word of God. It's prayer. All of these things work together to help us because it's nice to be around other people. One of the things, reasons I mentioned to you that often when I'm studying a passage, and I usually I do my study, I do my research, I write out the outline that I believe and I'm going to put out because I don't want to be influenced by other outlines or other preachers. When I get all done, then I will go and I will listen. I will either read other messages or listen to other men who have preached on that passage. Here's the point. I've done my research, I know where God is leading me, I'm looking, what are some things that I didn't consider? What are some things that in my infinite, in my finite mind that I miss? What are some things that other people might have got? Those are great tools. So when you go to, um, excuse me, when you go to a Bible study, Wednesday night, our our discussion Bible study, someone's gonna ask a question and mention something you may have never thought, what a great tool that is. When you're able to hear, man, I never thought of that. I'll never forget the first time, um, I probably knew this and thought about this, but we were in a Bible class in college and studying through Hebrew, I believe it was, and and looking at Genesis 22. Genesis 22 is is the passage where um, um, Abraham is taking Isaac to offer him up on the Mount Moriah. And uh, the passage talks about the idea that he left all the animals and stuff with his servants, and he said, I and the lad will go yonder and come back to you again. And he he said, we will both go, we will both worship, we will both come back. Abraham stated in that phrase, I know I'm supposed to sacrifice my son, but I know that I'm coming back with him because God's promised he will be the father of the nation. He had that promise. And so I'll never forget, I thought about i heard, heard this knew this but one of the guys in class made a comment he said i wonder what a must have been going through abraham's mind as he walked up that hill wondering you know how is god gonna bring my son back from the dead what's it how long is he gonna be gone well i will you know will isaac know see anything from paradise and and i'm sure you know i never thought about that i never considered that i'd be honest that one comment opened up a whole new thinking in that chapter for me and it's a great truth so these preparations, getting these things from different points, of view, help us to see God's word in a specific way. That's why God encourages gatherings and things of that nature. Um, and, and this is great, too. That's why you come in, you hear a different voice. You may read something and say, man, I never saw that. Well, that's exactly why we do these. So, so let's go on to number two, verse two, should we say. Verse two, he says, All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Now, here's one of the key reasons why it's so important to go back to verse one and talk about my preparations, my research, understanding the Lord's thinking, because it says all the ways of all my ways are clean in my own eyes. So my thinking, if I go a certain way, it makes sense to me. I'm doing this, it's right, I'm not purposely trying to be wrong. It all makes sense. And he says, but the Lord weigheth the spirit. The Lord looks deeper into my heart to help me understand. Is it a fleshly direction? Is it really right? Should I do this? Should I not do this? And so it's important to go back to verse one and think about the preparations. The preparations are necessary, so that way I can hear from God, find out if my directions are good. I may wanna make a decision from my family, and it may, to me, be a good decision. It may seem a great new job with more income and more of this and more of that, but so the Lord's gonna weigh the spirit and help me to realize, wait a minute, in my preparation, there may not be a good church in that area, and is turning down a job Because of lack of a good church good, I think it's very, very necessary. Make more money, get a bigger house, great. Lose your family to Jesus, not so great. Lose your family from Jesus to Satan, not so great. So having money, great, but if you gain the whole world, and lose your own soul. So we got to find the important priorities here in these things. And so when I think of, he says, listen, your, your intentions may be right, and you have all the right motives, but God's weighing the Spirit. What are you doing? What are you missing? So it's important to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit so he can help us to see things. Otherwise, we wouldn't see. Otherwise, I mean, our, our intentions are great, but is it right? He may help us to see something. That if, if we do this, man, this, this could really hurt. And that would be great. Help us, you know, block out something that seems good in the front, but ultimately in the end, you know, will bring pain. And he will help us to see that. It's So important. Now, and here's the other thing. We look at it. But what I'm right, I, it will sometimes when we go in prayer, And we really, we're going a certain direction. We try to convince God that it's right based upon what we believe is right. And and, and understand, we're not, it's not necessarily initially in a sinful motive, I think. I think what we do is we say, Lord, this is the condition I'm in. This is what I believe is the steps to get me out of it. This is the process, alone or this or that, and, you know, work weekends, extra, whatever, these things may help. And and God says, you know what, Your, your goal and your intentions are right. But let me tell you some of the negatives behind all of that. Let me tell you what might miss me. Are you spending time with family? You're doing this, you're doing that. He may help us to realize that though our intentions are good, we're missing something there. And that's so important to have to be led of the Holy Spirit in these areas. And so our decisions are guided. Verse 3, he says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts should be established. So I go back to my preparations. And I keep in there. I recognize that I have a direction, but God's going to weigh my spirit. God's going to weigh my intentions. God's going to weigh the pros and cons, and he's going to direct me. So when it's all done, I commit all of my works unto God, and then my thoughts should be established. I commit my desires, my directions. I yield. I say, Lord, this is what I want. This is the direction I believe to go, and so I'm giving it to you so that you will give me peace, and you will give me direction and clarity Uh, In James, it talks about a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And it's really kind of the same premise here. What it comes down to is, I have a set direction, and God says, no, I want you to go this way. And we look back and say, I don't know. The double-minded man is not necessarily, I prayed it, I'm not 100% sure. The double-minded man says, I'm praying, asking God for something, and I got my answer, but I'm not sure I trust the answer. I'm not sure I trust that God really has the best intentions. We would never say that, but it's a battle that goes through our minds. And so what we have to look at is that a double-minded man, or a focused man, keeps his heart attended on God. God knows what's right. God knows the next direction. God knows where you are. We talked the other day, the eyes of the Lord in every place, beholding all the evil and the good. He knows where you are. He knows your needs. And he knows how to get you from here to where you need to be. How do I get there? My preparations need to be established in God. I, I go a certain direction, but I need to be, let him weigh my spirit. Am I going the right way that he wants, or am I going what I want? Commit my, I commit my works and my directions and my desires to him, and he will establish my thoughts. He will guide me, and then he will give me peace in the direction. Some of us sit in situations where we, you know, this year has thrown us off in so many ways. We sit back and say, am I going the right direction? Is this the right thing? How do, how do I lead my family? How do I move forward? Do I, is it okay to do this? Is it safe to do these things? There's so many things that this world has kind of rattled our minds on, rattled our hearts and our souls. And we, we sit back struggling in a lot of areas. I encourage you that you would let your preparations, your, your planning, you know, really, before you move on with your day, be in the word of God. Let God speak to you. All your ways, let him examine your heart. And then when you commit everything to him, he will, he will give you peace. He will give you direction. And when we fall, we're all going to mess up. We, you know, I love it when it says, if when you fall, you shall not be utterly cast out, for the Lord upholds you in your hand. Think about what that means. While I'm walking with God, I'm in, the, I'm in his hand. You know, John talks about that. My father which gave them all is greater than me. No man shall pluck them out of my father's hand. We are held in the hands of God as a picture. Which means when I fall, even when I fall, I'm still in his hand. The farthest I can fall is to the palm of my Savior's hand. And he's just going to put me right back up. Now, it's, it's, a, it's not easy to fall. It's not good to fall. It's a battle. But I'm not going to fall so far that I can't recover from it, that I can't find strength, that God can't somehow use that for his glory and my good. So I follow his direction. I put my trust in him. Can I tell you, Any time that you really seek him, really strive for him, in Hebrews it says, they... Um, The diligent seek him shall find him. Those are willing to search and search diligently and really spend time to get to know God, they will find him. They will see his direction and they will follow. And when they look back, when it's all done, they will see God's hand flowing through this. And all they're looking for is that peace that passes all understanding and guidance from God. I hope you're doing that today. I hope you're doing that in 2020. I hope you're doing that in the election. I hope you're doing that in your decision when to get back to normal during COVID. I hope you're doing that in your walk, in your, in your marriage. I tell you, a lot of this stuff has brought grief into marriages and homes. And I hope that you come to God for guidance in these areas. And I hope, uh, obviously, you're here. You're watching this. You're listening to this. To be honest with you, that states a lot about your desires. And it's a huge, huge, good th- huge, huge plus and benefit. And I know God will honor and bless that. I hope this was an encouragement. I hope that you will strive to follow him and understand that all we can do is our best to follow God and just keep sensitive to his leading. He will lead if we're willing and we have to be listening. And I hope you are. I trust you are as you were here and that's exactly what you're doing. I hope this is an encouragement. Uh, Thank you for spending this week with us As as we finish this week up. We hope to see you here Sunday at 10, Sunday morning at 10 and Sunday night at five and uh, Sunday morning for our worship service members, Sunday night at five, we will have a service wrapped around the Lord's table around communion. So I hope you be here Sunday night at five and we look forward to a great time of celebration and of worship as we worship Jesus and all he's done for us. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you have a great weekend. God bless.